What's going on, everyone? Alex De Silva. I hope you are well and welcome to another episode. I hope you're having an amazing day, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world. Today, I want to speak to you about the power and the importance of asking for help. Asking for help has been a huge, huge game changer for me. When I came into recovery, when I began my healing journey, and it really allowed me to connect with with other people, people that I could trust, people that I knew had my best interest, and they helped me to become who I am today. And to those people, I am ever so grateful. So what I want to do is I'm actually going to share a slide for those who can watch this on, on video, which talks about my, uh, it's one of my programs, and this is day one. And I want to share this because this is really, really important content. This is something that completely changed my life. And I think it will be a really good topic, uh, a really good opportunity for people to learn and understand and also connect with with why it's so important for us to, to ask for help. But also, I will talk about why it's so hard to ask for help. I found it so hard. It was so difficult for me to, to say to someone, I'm really, really struggling. So I'm going to uncover that. We're going to dive into it as well and um, hope that you enjoy it. So let's get through this. I've got a little slide for those who are on, on audio and those who are on video, you will be able to see this and this will be available on the YouTube channel. So you can go on there and have a little look. So what does asking for help mean? which is the first question and such an important question because it's such an easy one to answer. What does asking for help mean? And it means just going up to someone and saying, please help me, please help me. But it's so interesting as to how difficult that is. And it is so difficult to, to, to do that. I struggled with it so badly and I was you know, in my addictions, I was struggling with mental illness. I was in a really bad place, struggling with fear, stress, anxiety, depression. You know, I tried to commit suicide towards the end of, of my, my issues, my addictions and everything that I was struggling with. I was, I was living to die, to be honest. I'd really checked out. I kind of checked out of life, checked out of everything. And didn't really know what to do. And, and I knew I needed to ask for help. But you know what's really interesting? I didn't know how. I didn't know where to begin. So why is it important to ask for help? It develops trust. Asking for help is so important because it develops trust. It, it, it develops trust in you as a person because you are allowing yourself to be open, to be honest, and to be vulnerable. And you are trusting in someone to, to help you. And that's something that's really important because when we go through mental illness or we're struggling and we're going in or maybe addiction, whatever it may be, when we're in that place of, of suffering, often or not, we are isolated. I was very isolated. And although I had friends and I don't ever want to paint my life as though it was always really bad and things were always negative because that's not true. But when I, I did struggle internally, because for me, I was so 
it was so easy for me to put a mask on, to just put a smile on my face and to say, how are you feeling? Yeah, I'm fine. Using those words, I'm fine. I'm okay. Life's good. So just, you know, masking that actually deep inside, I'm struggling. I'm in pain and I really need help. And the internal battle with the mind, with the body, just not really know what to do, just it was so hard. It was it was a really difficult step for me to take. But in taking that step, and this is why it's so important, it does develop trust within yourself because you're trusting yourself to take that next step. But also you're seeing that you can trust in other people too, because there are people out there when you remove yourself from, from, from a place of darkness, a place of pain, and you start to seek help, what you do is you start to, to elevate your energy. You start to raise your energy. You start to raise your vibration. You're coming out of the darkness and it helps you to see that there are actually very loving, very kind, very understanding, very compassionate people out there who will go out of their way to help you. Next thing, it helps to develop confidence. It's so important because I lost all my confidence. I was full of fear, full of ego. And sometimes it's very easy to mistake ego versus confidence. And I used to think I was a confident person because I was smiley, always chatting and always, you know, someone who who would make other people laugh. And, and I put this persona, this mask that I am confident and, you know, I love life. And as I said, there were times where I actually did love life. I always laugh and, and joke that whoever creates us, whether it's a God or a creator, a higher power, I always laugh. It's a personal joke for me where I say, I think they must have got distracted in making me and overdid it on the optimism cup because I am very optimistic. I am, you know, life is always going to be okay. And things, things are fantastic. Things are good. But that also became a big problem for me because I was eating my own bowl of BS to the point where it was causing me a lot, lot of pain. So in doing that, in asking for help, it really does help to develop confidence and it improves relationships. You know, we burn bridges, we destroy relationships, we self-sabotage, we cause so many issues when we're in this state. And when we are in this state, we we don't have a lot of us, and including myself, I lost friends, I lost partners, almost lost, you know, my my children as well, my parents, family, because I was going further and further into suffering, into this addiction, into these mental illnesses. And, and I was creating a life that people didn't want to be around. And that's the truth. People didn't want to be around me because I was toxic. My energy is toxic. I'm self-sabotaging. I'm not behaving in my natural form. And that always does come out, which I said, you know, life isn't always bad and wasn't always bad, but there were these issues for me that was causing me to go deeper and deeper and deeper into the problem instead of coming out and being in the solution, being in this life that I can live today. 
So it really helps to improve, you know, relationships with others. But here's the thing. Most importantly, it helps you to develop the relationship with you. And that's so important because it is always about you. It's you versus you. The world is there to support. The world is there to share knowledge. The world is there to challenge us. But it is you against you. You are having an individual experience. So it's really, really important for you to also understand when you're building trust, you're building trust with yourself because you've lost trust in you. When you're building confidence, you're building self-confidence. When you're building relationships, you're building external, but also an internal relationship, building an internal relationship with self, understanding who you truly are, not what you're experiencing right now. So it's really, really important. It develops also a growth mindset. Why? Because when you're isolated, when you're in pain, when you're in suffering, it's so hard to think positively. It's so hard to ask for help. It's so hard to have things to be grateful for. It is so hard to to share positive affirmations, especially when you don't trust yourself. You don't have confidence. You don't have that relationship with yourself. These things are so far away that even when I was looking at other people and I used to see, you know, influencers and motivational speakers and coaches who would, you know, the way that they spoke and how they behaved and the things that they did, I was, I was so captivated by all of the things that they did, but the inner voice in me was saying, this is a load of rubbish. This is airy fairy stuff. This is hippie stuff. This isn't for me. This doesn't work for me. And that was the negative mindset. That was the, you know, the 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 mindset that bring that kept bringing me down. And it brings us all down to a level of almost non-existence, where we feel so disconnected from from ourselves. We feel so disconnected from everybody else that. There is no growth at all. If anything, we're just diminishing more and more and more. But by asking for help, you start to break the barriers. You break the barriers, you break the mold, and you start to say, no, I'm going to do this. And it starts to very slowly develop into something that becomes more positive. So it's really, really important. It shows self-awareness, courage, and strength. It's so important to understand this. It shows self-awareness, courage, and strength. To ask somebody for help shows so much courage. And that is, when, when I'm talking, when I'm teaching this, I say to people, pat yourself on the back. I've learned to pat myself on the back all the time now. <laughs> I have friends who train with me, who see me at the gym, and they always say to me, why do you pat yourself? And I was like, because it's my way of saying, well done. Well done you. You've gone through that workout. You've worked hard today. You've achieved something. It's self-reward. And if no, if, if there is one person on this planet that should be rewarding me is me. So by having the courage, the strength, that self-awareness to ask somebody for help, it's a beautiful thing. Why? Because you are becoming aware that there is a problem. And that in itself is huge. When you become aware that there is a problem, you understand that something in mind, body and spirit needs to change. 
And you may say, if something's broken, I'm broken, my mind is messed up, and I'm absolute. And you will down talk to yourself because that's how you speak. That's how you will speak to yourself when you're in this in this position, when you're going into that healing experience and, and that process of change. But in time, when you look back and you take stock, and you will do this a lot, you will take stock of your life when you start to get better in mind, in body and spirit, when you start to feel good about yourself and, and you will start to become so much more self-aware and you will become a lot more courageous because you start to realize that fear is actually an illusion. It's not even real. It's something that we manifest and you will start to gain strength from that and understanding all of these things. And self-awareness is, is a beautiful thing because not only do you become self-aware in mind, so you start to then emotionally become self-aware too, but you listen to your body and you connect with spirit, which is, which is exactly who you are. You know, and I mentioned minutes ago about me being thinking that this was all airy fairy, this is hippie stuff. Today, I understand I've worked years of doing this work daily of understanding who am I, who am I, and learning in mind, body, spirit. And that's what we are, a mind, body, spirit complex. One of the most beautiful, the most beautiful, the most powerful creation on this planet. And we are, we are incredible, absolutely incredible. But we do have this machine, which is the mind that learns, learns at a rate which we don't even understand. And when you start to become self-aware of that, because you have all the answers, everything that you need, you are your own library of knowledge, you are your own medicine, you are your own pharmacy, you are every single thing that you need to be the best or the worst version of yourself. So this is why when you ask for help, you start to chip away at this mold, you start to chip away at the negative and you slowly, slowly, slowly start to gain more and more confidence. And it improves resilience. It helps you to be more resilient. It helps you to really push forward. That's something for me, which people have said to me, my mom said to me once, she goes, Alex, I take my hat off to you. You are, you just don't give up. You're like a dog with a bone. You just don't give up. And it's true. I don't give up because there is something built inside me. There is something built inside you that understands deep inside, deep in the core, that understands that you are better than this, that you are so much more. And it's so true. You are so much more than this. And this is that part of us that when we channel it, when you become self-aware, you have that courage and you start to build strength this is when you really then start to improve on who you want to become. And it helps with that resilience too. It helps to let go of fear, ego and control. Often I hear people saying, oh, but you know, we all have an ego. You know, it's okay to have ego. It's okay to control things. We have to control things. I agree to a certain extent. Let me explain. Fear is false evidence appearing real. It's an illusion and it's an illusion created by us. It's created by us due to the lower energies that we manifest that creates a sense of it's the old, um, it's the old caveman mentality. It's the old brain. It's the old thinking that 
the brain is here to protect us. The brain is here to keep us alive. So fear is a very natural thing because back then we were running away from dinosaurs, God knows what other animals, and we we had to survive. So we had to fight to survive, which is the fight, flight, or freeze. So it's it's um, built within us. So fear is a natural thing. And fear, you can use fear to your advantage when you're feeling sick in the stomach and you're feeling nervous because you're going to go and speak or you're going to go and do something you're going to tackle a workout you're going to go for an interview for a job that you really love you're going to ask a man or a woman out you know you want to go out on a date with someone who who you really fancy fear kicks in but that's a when you channel that in a positive way it will give you an adrenaline rush it will give you this adrenaline wash in mind, body, spirit. And when you, the action that you take after that fear is, is the determination of whether you will succeed or whether you will fail. And there is no failure. It's a learned experience. So either way, you're winning. Why? Because you took the step forward. You took that step to overcome that fear, to overcome this barrier, this, this temporary block that you create in mind and you can overcome that. It's how it's what actions you take, but by becoming self-aware, becoming courageous and having that strength and that resilience to push forward, that's how you overcome fear. Because it is a self, it's something that we create, you know, it's self-developed. Nobody, people can scream and shout at us, but the emotions start and end with us. So when you understand that, when you understand that fear is something that is self-manifested, you can understand that you can then control that. Now, the ego is something which is really important to understand because I thought the ego was, you know, just the the part of us that want to show off and the part of us that, you know, thinks that we're better than other people. And and we've all been there. And the ego is the one that sometimes judges and it does judge. and, And we've all experienced it, including myself, you know. And but here's the difference. Here's the thing. The ego is not a positive thing. By any means, it's not. And the reason being is the ego is the separator. It separates us from everybody else. It creates this division, even, excuse me, within us. It creates this division even within us. So it's so important to understand that the ego is driven by fear. Ego is driven by fear. And when you are in a place of fear, the ego comes out because it separates itself from you and everybody else and says, I am better than I have to protect me. And it all becomes about me, 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 me. And what happens then is the ego also separates you from everything that there is. And when you allow yourself to reconnect with who you truly are, you understand that we are all one. We are all one. We all belong together. We are all connected, you know, away from this mind, body, spirit complex. We are one. We are one energy. We are one true, unconditional love experience. We are that creator. It's the creator that creates us to have an individual experience so we can know itself better. And when you understand that, you start to also understand and realize that, Wow. So if I am you and you are me, there is no separation of us. We are one. And then you start to work through the ego and you start to understand and have 
self-love, self-care, self-respect for yourself, but then also that for others. Forgiveness is such a huge thing, such a huge thing as you're going through this process you know, in, in asking for help, and then you begin to do the further work, you start to go into that place of looking at self, truly going within, looking at the root of the problem, and looking at self. And when you look at yourself, you allow yourself to look at the fear, the ego, and then we're going to control. Here's the thing, you can only control yourself. You cannot control people, places, things. That is a fact unless you want to manipulate someone, which even the word, and we all understand that that is wrong on so many levels. And we see it in society, how society tries to control us and manipulate us. And we're all more and more now starting to understand that this level of control went from being something that we could quite easily ignore and we could quite easily go, yeah, it's okay. My life isn't really that bad. It doesn't really affect me. And I said that myself, like none of the things that happen in life actually affect me. It doesn't because I live and continue to live my own life. But today, more and more ways of controlling humanity are being put in place in order to 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 slave us, to keep us even more boxed in. We're not beings that are here to be boxed in. We have free will. We're here to, to be completely free, to do and act and behave in whatever way that we want, as long as it does not cause harm to self or others. Should you cause harm to others, then you need to make amends. That is the rule. That is the law of mankind, God's law, common law. These are the true laws. And, and when you start to kind of understand that, you will understand that the only thing you can control is yourself. And you will observe what everybody else is doing, things that are happening on the planet. You may or may not agree with things. There are so many things that are happening that we don't agree with. And we may pass some judgment, but the more and more you get out of ego and go more into self, you start to understand that we are all having an individual experience. And by having this individual experience, you also understand that you've done right, you've done wrong, you've done good, you've done bad, you've made mistakes. But when you strip all of those labels away, it's an experience. Are there experiences that we need to make sure that they don't continuously happen? Absolutely. Protecting children, you know, against people who are trying to sexualize children, trying to teach children things that they are not to be taught in schools or anywhere else. You know, these are things that, you know, we understand and we talk about, you know, uh, uh, men and women who who do bad things to, to, to other people as well. So these are things that we we all understand that they are negative energies, that these are bad behaviors. And and we must, as a as a society, work together to make sure that these things don't happen. But in turn, to help and teach others, to help and teach these people, if they are even ready or even willing to ask for help and, and to say, I need to change. So it's really, really important to, to kind of understand this level of, of control because it can really, really affect 
our everyday lives. And when you allow yourself to let go of control, you will see how much more freedom you will have in your day-to-day life. So what could be holding you back for asking for help? This is part of an exercise. So actually, I would like for you to maybe take part in this. And what could be holding you back from asking for help? What are the things that jump out when you think of that question? What could hold you back from asking for help? Write it down. Do a little exercise for yourself and see how much will come up, how many fears will come up, how much worry, how much anger, how much resentment, what comes up for you. Explore that because it's so important for you to really, really understand. Are you free enough of the ego, of the fear, of resentments, of control, trying to control everything, even your own life, even though you're in pain, you're in suffering, you're depressed, you're anxious, you're stressed every single day, but you're still holding on because you think you know best. Control, ego, fear. See how they relate? Ask yourself that question. You know, it's really, really important to really get into your own knowing, that self-awareness, that courage, and really understanding what what asking for help means to you. And this is the next part. If you're listening, there is a little task that I always ask people to do. So the task is, what does asking for help mean to you? What does it mean to you? And write that down. Really express yourself openly, honestly, truthfully, vulnerably, and really start to kind of understand what that means. Why is it important to ask for help? Why is it so important for somebody, for you to ask for help? You may know somebody who is really struggling in life, who's really going through it at the moment, and you know that they should be asking for help. You've asked them, are you okay? Let me help you. And they just rejected and rejected that. It is so hard as a friend, as a partner, as a husband, as a wife, you know, as someone who loves somebody else so dearly and you watch them suffer. And the hardest thing is, is, you know, you cannot control people, places, things. But here's what you can do in the meantime. Love them. Love them. Put boundaries in place to ensure that you're not being dragged down with them. Make sure that you have a boundary in place, that you're not enabling people to continue bad behaviors. Because there are parents, there are friends, there are families who enable bad behavior because they don't have the courage, they don't have the strength to be able to say no. And that's also very important. You are helping them by saying no, this is not acceptable. This is not on anymore. It's so important to put these boundaries in place. Asking for help and being able to say no to someone, it is also helping them. So why is it important to ask for help? What might have held you back from asking for help in the past? What stopped you? What has stopped you from asking for help in the past? Do this exercise with yourself. You know, really explore that. And it's such an important question, asking for help. And it's such a simple thing. And we can do it, you know, when we're out shopping, if we're struggling, or if somebody needs to open a door for us. We're so willing to ask when it comes down to the to the little things when it comes down to the things that are not important but when it comes down to you the most important person on this planet you refuse to ask for help you much rather sit in pain and in suffering and continuing in your life in the experience that you're in right now although it's causing you absolute chaos, absolute carnage, absolute suffering, 
yet you are not asking for help. Why? Why? Ask yourself that question. What has stopped you in the past? And what are the impacts of not asking for help? This is so important to understand. We've touched on it a little bit. But first and foremost, you alienate yourself from others. And you you alienate yourself and also you alienate others as well. You go into isolation. And I've seen people who who are who have struggled with mental illness. I've seen this with people in addiction. I've seen that. And when I say addiction, I mean drugs, alcohol, food, shopping, smoking, gaming, you name it. Anything that consumes you, you are addicted to it. If you are obsessing about it when you're not doing it, you are addicted to it. Let that sink in because so many of us, even I have to work through certain behaviors. For me, it's chocolate and ice cream. It's chocolate and ice cream. It's not the end of the world, but it butchers me. It really does not make me feel good as in in body, but also as well afterwards, the guilt, the shame. And it's something that I am working through because it is food. And it's something that I work through because food is something that we must enjoy and that we must be able to nourish ourselves. So it is very important, but I've learned to ask for help. So if we do have a treat, and I do have a treat, I do mainly, you know, carnivore, I eat fruit. I don't eat a lot of sugar, but every now and then I do treat myself. I'm not one of these people that go carnivore or nothing or go vegan or nothing. I, I found balance in life. And that's been my experience and it works for me. But what I do work through is ensuring that I don't need to have it every day. So I work through these things. So it's important to really kind of understand these. You lose trust. We talked about trust before. You gain trust when you ask, when you speak out, but you lose trust by staying within. You isolate yourself, you alienate yourself, and you lose trust in other people because your people don't understand what's going on for you. Unless you speak it out or you write it down, no one's ever going to know. And I've had people say, why does nobody help me? You know, I've suffered my whole life. And I often say to them, how many times have you asked them for help? And then he goes silent. And like, what do you mean? I said, well, have you asked anybody to help me? And they say, yes. I said, give me some examples. When did you actually say, please help me because I'm struggling with dot, dot, dot. And I've had people often sit there and realize that they actually haven't asked for help. They physically have not verbally have not asked for help in any way. And it dawns on them, wow, that's the power of this. We kid ourselves. We feed that bowl of BS that we think that we're asking, but actually it's all in the mind. We go so much into the mind and not in a positive way, in a negative way, that we even start to believe our own BS. We start to believe our own lies. We start to believe our own mind movie. We create this completely different existence, this completely different reality. So it's very important. What happens when you don't ask for help? You stop growing. Mentally, physically, spiritually. Actually, you do grow physically because you start to feed yourself with bad foods. You start to feed yourself with things that aren't good for you, that aren't going to fuel you. You start to put junk into your body, which then affects your mind. It affects your body. It affects your spirit. It affects this beautiful complex. And it's only when 
you go through this process of understanding, asking for help, going through these questions, and you start to realize, oh, wow, I really do need some help. And it's not from a place of I'm broken, you know, I can't ever be fixed. None of that. None of that. It's about looking at the truth and truth hurts. It's painful. But when you are able to be truthful with yourself, you are able to look at things realistically as they are in plain, simple black and white. And people say, oh, things aren't always black and white. It's not true. It either is or it isn't. Again, it's feeding yourself that bowl of BS. Oh, but this happened to me. Uh, uh, uh. You have to ask yourself truthfully. And when you allow yourself to really go into this and really get deep, really get open, get honest, things will then start to change. Your suffering continues when you don't ask for help. And it even gets worse. And I'm sure, ask yourself, you know, if you've been struggling, if you've been in pain and things have been really bad for you, why? What's been happening? Has it gotten better? Has it gotten so good that, you know, the suffering's gone or you can manage it? You can control it in a healthy way, not as in keep it at bay by downing alcohol, by shopping yourself silly or by taking pills prescribed by licensed drug dealers or even unlicensed drug dealers. Are you numbing yourself to the point where you don't even feel the, the emotions anymore, good or bad? Be honest. Be really realistic with yourself because when you are, this is where you start to see the truth. And in truth, things change. How does it impact you mentally, physically, spiritually? Write this down. Be honest, true. Tell yourself the truth because when you tell yourself the truth, you're owning up to yourself. And there is no one more important, I'll say it again, than you. When you can go deep within and you can look at self, this is when things change. But this is the magic. This is where the magic happens in being able to look at these things. When you put things down on paper, you write things down and you're able to visually see things and then mentally, emotionally, bodily, spiritually be able to process things and understand where you currently are you are able to take the right steps. You are able to take the correct actions. How does it make you feel emotionally? Study that. Understand yourself emotionally. Emotions aren't going to kill you. The things that kill you are the actions that you take based on negative and bad decisions. When you take negative actions, when you do things because you want to check out, and I've been there, I tried to check out, I've done it three times, tried to commit suicide, two times I've had overdoses. So I, I tried hard to do it. And thank goodness it didn't happen. Thank God it didn't happen. And I'm here today to be able to share the story, to be able to share the knowledge and to get you to understand that, yes, it's painful. Yes, it's hard. But believe me, the pain and the difficulty of it is so short compared to the beauty and what you get at the other end. The return on investment is, is I can't even equate it. It's so much more. It's so much more. 
So your task for today, if you want to take part in this, because as this is a podcast, this is not the actual course, but I wanted to share this very important part of the program because it's huge. It's really huge. And even in this, I've seen so many people's lives change because they took action and they were able to really look at this. So take part. Can you give three examples of when you've not asked for help in the past? Three examples, and I'm sure you have plenty. How did it impact you mentally, physically, spiritually? Did fear come in? Did the ego come in and say, no, you're fine? Did, did, did you tell yourself that, no, I'm fine, I'm okay, everything is fine? But then later on, how did it really make you feel? How did it really make you feel? Were you burning inside? Were you in pain? Were you suffering? Really understand that. Because when you're really able to connect with who you are, when you're really able to connect with these emotions, you're able to see the truth. And it doesn't, and it's not going into shame or embarrassment or going into beating yourself up. It's just seeing it for what it is and understanding that this is how you made you feel. And it hurts because when you realize who you truly are and when you feel that pain in self, you realize that you don't deserve that. You don't deserve that, but you are the one that has been causing it. But you are the one that can change it. And that's the beauty. That's the power of this. How did it make you feel emotionally? Describe that. Talk about it. Was it shame? Was it guilt? Was it remorse? Share these things. Talk about it. Write all of these things down. It's so important to do these exercises, to, to be able to look at things realistically. Because when you do, you will feel the guilt, the shame, the embarrassment. You will feel so many things, anger, resentment towards yourself. There'll be so many things, I'm sure. But sit with them. And where you can, say to yourself, I'm going to change this. I'm doing this to change. I'm doing this to better myself. I'm doing this because I love who I am. I'm doing this because I want to feel better in mind, body, and spirit. Remind yourself why you're doing these exercises. Remind yourself why this is so important. And I wanted to share this with you today because it is so important to ask for help. I see it all the time, all the time where people struggle. And, and I've even had it said, you know, I'll take this to my grave. And people have. People have taken their pain, their suffering, their resentment to the grave. They decided to take a different approach. They decided to take a different action. And it's heartbreaking when we lose a friend, when we lose family, when we lose people that we love and really care for. And if you are struggling or if you know somebody who's struggling, share this exercise, share this episode with them so they understand the power of asking for help, but also the consequences of not asking for help. Asking for help will change your life. Taking positive actions will change your life. The work is difficult. And when I work with people, when I go through this full program, I say to people, and I have rejected people, if you are not willing to do this, if you are not willing to go through this, if you are not willing to experience yourself fully, 
you will not get the results that you need. This is not an airy-fairy 30-day challenge. This is not something that, you know, it's going to change your life. This is a lifestyle change. Lifestyle change. Everything that I try to share and teach in the podcasts, in the programs, in the videos, everything. I always try to share something to help you to understand the importance of doing this type of work, but also the importance of who you are. You are so important to this experience. You are so important to this planet. You are so important to the people who love you. And believe me, when you are in the dark, when you are in pain, when you are in suffering, and you've caused so much chaos, and you've hit that effort button so many times, and you've self-sabotaged, people still love you. That is the power of unconditional love. Even when people are boundaried, they still love you. They love you even more because they are being boundaried. They put you in a place where you have to say enough is enough. And when you are ready to say enough is enough, I'm ready. Help me. Please help me. Life will change. I promise you. I hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for, for listening, for sharing, for commenting. I'd love to hear from you. And I just want to say, I love you. You know, I love you if you're thriving. I love you if you're struggling. And if you are struggling, remember this, you are not on your own. You never have been. You never will be. There are 8 billion incredible human beings on this planet. Some people choose to have different experiences, but nonetheless, we all love at some point. And I love you unconditionally. And remember, when you do this, you will learn to give yourself the amount of love you have never ever experienced before because you realize how much you deserve it and you realize how much you can give yourself and your abundant cup although it may be empty now it will flourish it will overflow as mine does which then allows me to have this passion this motivation this energy to share to share it freely without shame without embarrassment without worry to share it freely, for you to understand as a man that you are cared for, that you are deserving of this. But it's you that needs to take the action. Have an amazing day, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world. And as always, be great, be fantastic, and be absolutely phenomenal today. If you want to know more about this program, I'm going to be launching it very, very soon. Go to my website and you can register www.alexdasilva.co.uk. You can join the mailing list. There is a pop-up for the Alpha Wellness app where you can register your interest. You can go and have a look and I can talk to you about it a lot more. And I hope you join. I hope you take part in this. And I hope that you become that alpha male, that incredible man that you deserve to be, that you know you are. I'll speak to you again very soon. Take care.